Well, the season is getting close to coming to an end, and while the Arizona Coyotes may not be close to any awards anytime soon, these two players should at least be considered for individual awards in the upcoming NHL Awards. We're going to talk about these two players on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to the show. This is Locked on Coyotes. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock. we got a great show for you on today's episode. We are talking NHL awards, specifically focusing on the Arizona Coyotes, talking about um, two players that really deserve uh, to uh, at least be in consideration uh, for individual awards, Carl. Uh, if anyone has been following the team, we were, you know for sure we're going to talk about two specific players here. We're talking about Matias Michelli in, in contention for the Calder Trophy and Clayton Keller for the uh, the uh, Bill Masterton Trophy. Let's... It, we, we, I mean, let, let's go at least get some first thoughts on it, and we're going to talk about uh, Michelli first, but let's get some first thoughts on what you're, what you're thinking about this. So, the Michelli for, for Calder is something that uh, I think we both recognizes should be like a bigger thing. We have, I know I have done an episode, I think where I talked about it. I've written an article on the new five for howling uh, on ghost about it. Um, or actually, no, that was on the old one. Either way, like we, like we have definitely been planning that uh, the Masterton trophy is, is definitely a bit harder to predict um, because it is a, different thing that we're not necessarily cute yeah, a little more arbitrary um aspects to it um it, it is mostly related to like you need a, a knowledge of an incident that happens because the bastardton trophy is like given to a player who kind of overcomes something and usually Absolutely. usually it's an injury uh, we know Clayton Keller was hurt. I don't. I'm not yeah. keeping track of like what the rest of the league uh, is happening, so it's harder for me to predict. Exactly, but we'll get to that and kind of take a look at that the case of Clayton Keller in a little bit. But let's start, Carl, with the case for Matthias Michelli or Matthias McCalder, um, as as uh, everyone's been calling him on Twitter. Because oh my God, this kid like in November. I was like, maybe we should, you know, it's early, but let's, let's, let's think about it. Let's think about it. Uh, when he was injured in December, Carl, I was like, there goes his chances. Yeah. But then he comes back from injury and continues to lead, like, lead rookies among, you know, uh, in, in uh, his uh, point, what is it, points per game that he's, he is uh, top in points per game, uh, averaging 0.75 per games played, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has 45 points in 60 games, 
which is second um, in amongst rookies. Um, he has 35 assists, which leads all rookies in in assists. Like definitely a very good season by Matias Michelli, proving himself to be a playmaker, um, and you know definitely a solid piece of the Lawson Kraus Michelli McBain line. Yeah, and let's remember he's doing this as a member of the Arizona Coyotes, a team that we all anticipated to be a very very bad. Yes. Um, it is definitely one of those things where, like, you look at the Coyotes overperforming this season, you could point to the fact that it is rookie players like Michelli, along with core players, um, like his linemate Lawson Krauss, who are, who are, like, finding this success. I know we talked about, you know, Lawson Krauss specifically. Like, we're like, you know, Phil Kessel was a pretty big part. He played a lot with Krauss. Like, he wasn't scoring as many goals, but he was, you know, could still put the puck on someone's stick. Is Kraus going to regress a bit? And the answer is no. And I honestly believe that Matias Michelli is a big reason why he didn't regress at all. Yeah, and he, and I think the thing that's that, that's been awesome is, like, that he's... I think, to like, in my... In, based off my personal eye test, continues to get better every game. Yeah. Um, and that's what you want to see out of a rookie. Yeah, he, he, he definitely has some slumps, but, like, overall, tr- everything is trending in the right direction for Michelli. I want to go ahead and uh, point something out, Carl, and this is absolutely amazing. And I'm going to talk about some trends on the case for uh, – um, in, in the case for Michelli – um, segment and I know we're gonna get to like you know the the likelihood and uh, at the end of this show, but I'm looking at an athletic article ranking the top 20 Calder Trophy candidates for the 2022-23 NHL season. Matias Michelli isn't in any of the top 20, nor is he in any of the honorable mentions. When was the article written? This was written in september okay which i mean in all fairness like i didn't think michelli had a great season with the coyotes last year i was not expecting like this level of play i mean you saw glimpses if you followed the roadrunners well enough the only problem was the two stone roadrunners last year were god awful (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's you know it's tough to spot. I, I do not blame anyone for not having Michelli on their caller list before the start of the season. Uh, I do blame people for not having him on the list at any point after, like, November. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But here's where it gets better, Carl, in terms of trends. Uh, if anyone who follows the show or follows the show, like, follows the show on social media specifically... Um, I posted on the Locked On Coyotes Twitter that according to FanDuel at the time, this was a couple weeks ago, maybe maybe even close to a month ago now, Carl, uh, that the uh, that Matias Michelli's odds to win were plus ten thousand. That means he was an absolute long shot, probably not even a finalist. Yeah, like this was a month ago. 
but now but just now is everyone is is his is his is his name being um finally being put up and i really think that's because a lot of us you me um you know the guys over at phnx a lot of the other shows or outlets that try to cover the coyotes we've been pushing it we really have and other people are starting to take notice um i, I, think- I mean once we get to the end of the season like you you really get like a full scope of everything and let's say you weren't paying attention to the coyotes two months ago now you're getting ready to prepare your caller votes you're in the media you pull up the uh the list is it the media who votes for the caller i i don't i can never i believe the media does yeah yeah but like you pull up your list of like rookie players and you're like oh wow matthias macholi is number two and he is number one in points per game like that is the totality of the season like really starts to impact especially when you consider the fact that he was hurt exactly if, if he didn't get hurt he would be probably like un well let's be real he he has more assists than goals and i think a lot of people find goals flashier mm-hmm. um they stand out more but he would be like a universal top three vote oh absolutely if like he would without a doubt be a finalist like i think he's i think he still is but we'll get to that in a little bit but he's still without a doubt would be a like unquestionable finalist if he never got injured um but we will talk about more about him in a little bit but um we do want to get to clayton keller however though uh and we will get to him in just a moment but first a quick word from our sponsors on the show when you're drafting your fantasy team do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team if you're building your talent roster you need indeed Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. And Indeed has so many good skills. I know me personally, I am always looking for something that just easily matches people up. That's why I love Indeed matching. And Indeed knows that when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring today. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pressing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's go ahead and move on then now, Carl. Um, talk about Clayton Keller and his case for the Masterton, Masterton Trophy, um, which if, if those that don't follow enough don't know what the Masterton trophy is um here's the description pulled straight from the nhl.com website the bill masterton memorial trophy is an annual award under trusteeship of the professional hockey writers association and is given 
to the NHL player who best exemplifies qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. Um, essentially, it goes towards a player who has persevered through um, something um, like an injury or like something else. Uh, and yeah. the last, uh, I'd say very, very many, like like a decent chunk of the last few winners were like, went to go battle like mental health issues uh, as an example. So that's... Or cancer. Uh, or cancer. Yes, that's another one. Um, injuries is very is a very common one. Um, or I just think, being Yarmir Yager and like Yager because, yeah, just because he played after reaching what forty six or something like that, like, and he just kept going. Yeah, um, which is which are really interesting um, year for that one to happen. But um, and that's why I mentioned earlier that it's kind of a little more. There's a little more arbitrariness to it, like the decision of what exactly. It is, it is the decision regarding perseverance. It's really up to the writers because it, it, the writers decide, you know, what it really means. Um, and it's up to like what happened that year. Like what ha- exactly? Devin Dubnik won for like completely revitalizing his career, partially with the Coyotes. Um, but that was also a year where I don't think anyone like overcame a cancer diagnosis. So there are definitely like. Years where it's very easy to call who's going to win the Masterton. Uh, I think like Oscar Lindblom, uh, like everyone was like, yeah, he's he, he's he's a lock for it. But this year, I think it's a little bit more open unless there's a significant player issue that I'm unaware of. Do you do you have anyone in mind as like a standout this year? Um, you know, not really. I think. Um... You know, Clayton Keller, obviously, we're going to talk about him in a little bit, but I think outside of Clayton Keller, the only one I can think of that probably comes to my mind, and it is a pretty big one, so, like, it it, it does deem pretty um, pretty important here. Um, Chris Letang, who had a stroke sure. earlier in the season, uh, for those who know, like, and he just came back and he's been, you know, he's, he's been, you know, empowering hard um he's i think that's one and that's that's a pretty big one right there um maybe maybe taze in chicago because i know he has come back is he is he starts playing i know he was skating um i don't know i don't think i have that full details on that one um, but let's go ahead and, um, get straight to oh, yeah. the case for Keller. He, he has played uh, 47 yeah. games, but let's get to the case of Keller because I think that's the one that that's the most important. That's the one that we want to talk about before we get to, um, you know, the odds that, you know, these two players, you know, win, win an award. If you if you if you take a look, Carl, at Clayton Keller's last year, it is absolutely phenomenal what he has done. You're talking yep. about a you're talking about a player who broke his femur last year, um, and 
missed like like missed much of the off season. He wasn't able to train because he had to go to rehab. Missed much of yep. training camp, all of training camp, all of the preseason, no preseason. and just yep. came back in you know for the, for the regular season to begin and has had a career year and potentially very likely seems like he's going to be like you know in in route of taking up the uh, the a a franchise record i mean he has already set the coyotes record for longest point mm-hmm. streak he very easily could be the coyotes top point scorer um which you know it wouldn't be a franchise because we're talking about the Jets. We have to include them in franchise history, but um, definitely the highest scoring player in my time watching the Coyotes. He he passed Redeem Verbata. It's thirty five goals from the twenty eleven twenty twelve season, which never thought that would happen. Never thought Keller would be the person to do it either. Yeah, because you know, like. I mean, you would have hoped. You would have hoped because I think that Keller had a lot of, you know, he had a lot of hope going in. But I feel like no one really expected him. Like it'd be, we'd be talking about him at this point. Like, I mean, who knew? We didn't know what the Kyrie's team was going to look like, and we didn't yeah. know that he was going to be the cornerstone of this team um, up until, of course, more recently. In which it's very, 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 be- extremely become clear that he has, um, and that you know, and to see that trajectory that he he's, you know, built himself up in this last couple of years to get himself, you know, pl- playing incredibly well. He played incredibly well last year, up in and up until that injury, and then he goes out and has another career year after that injury. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. He he already has 82 points in 78 games, which I mean I think potentially he's not gonna gonna pass Kachuk, but I don't think anyone expected the Coyotes to have a point per game player this season, and the fact that it is Keller, who I, I was at that game, horrific injury. Uh, don't like to think about it if I'm being honest. Like every time they're like, hey, because. We were we were very we were very recently like in that time with like a year ago this happened. I'm like I don't necessarily need to see Keller go into the boards. Uh, you don't need to show me that. That's fine. Uh, I'm cool with it. Um, but it is great to see like the fact that he is like emerged as this elite player on a team that no one expected anything of after a horrific injury. Yeah. I think it at least warrants consideration. It warrants. It warrants. I, I think even more than just consideration, Carl, because the the idea that if perseverance is, is one aspect of it, according to uh, you know to the trophy, but dedication to hockey, like you think about you think about it, like a lot of t- a lot of players would probably think after breaking their femur or breaking their leg to be like, you know, let's take it easy. Let's not worry about it. But Keller went to like, like the moment he was able to skate again, or went to skate again, like, and he worked yeah. hard. I think we actually talked. We about were concerned. That. Like, we were like, don't rush it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was definitely like 
I, I think we were less concerned than some of the people that we were uh, yes. following because we're like, look, there, there's medical personnel, there's trainers, they know what's happening. We are not doctors. We're not going to offer any kind of opinion on this, but it seems like they were doing the right thing. And they did. Like, Keller, like, rehabbed exactly the way he needed to. I cannot imagine a player having a better season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, definitely should be a heavy consideration um, for the Masterton Trophy. Uh, in a little bit, though, we are going to talk about both Michelli and Keller's odds on winning those respective trophies. And But we're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, I do need to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors on the show. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three is drained. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, NBA talk here in Phoenix. Everyone loves to talk about the Suns or any really, any of the California teams because it's just the way things are. But FanDuel's the place to do it if you're going to be, uh, you know, placing any bets. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout of the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to, to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more and make every moment more of FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So let's go now to odds, Carl, to uh, that the these two players win their respective trophies. And I'm going to start with Michelli because um, I mentioned okay. a couple weeks ago, I, like I mentioned on the show just earlier that a couple weeks ago, Michelli's odds were at plus 10,000. I sure. just checked again before we started recording this episode, Carl. It is now improved to plus 1,000. Um, so he's still not a favorite, but he's definitely now in like the top, you know, I believe five, maybe six. Um, I think I saw him at number five um, on like a tweet recently. I don't know if it was FanDuel, but one of the odds makers had him at fifth overall, which is still just astonishing it is but it is astonishing um and i think the more and more like we try to push it and like other people like you know um you know and the more he continues to play well and he continues to have uh if he has a great last what was it now four games left um yep. if he has a great last four games i don't see how he cannot at least be a finalist in like the last three Honestly, yes. I, I think he is. He should be a finalist. Uh, I do believe that there are people who have already just given it to to Mavenier. Like, let's be real. Yes, because um, he's been great. Let's. I mean, like, there's no denying how good Matty Beniers has been. He has been great. Um, he has um, proven to be a, a an incredible asset to uh, to Seattle. But like. I don't know. It's well, well, I mean, let's be, let's say it. Um, Michelli has more points per game's play. Like, it's close. He has more. Um, like we said, if 
he played a full season, he would easily have more points overall. But like 10 or however many games he missed. The uh, injury does take away Michelli's chances at winning it, unfortunately. It's still like, I hate that injuries do that, but you still look at what he did despite the injury. Honestly, I think he gets the second most votes. He he should at least be top three. In my Absolutely. Uh, like, throw him in there. Um, throw Maddie in there. Put a goalie in there. Why not? Uh, or a, a rookie defenseman. But Michelli deserves some attention. He has earned it. If he does not, it, it really says something about the voting that – a player could have such a phenomenal rookie season and not get any kind of recognition for it. Absolutely. So it's hard to say if he's going to win because, because again, like you said, I, you, you feel like a lot of writers have already decided who the winner is. Um, but you know what? That's fine. We know who Michelle is, and like we know they have him to be a finalist. And I think that's at least a guarantee. Like, I wouldn't say guarantee, but at least, you know, it, uh, it, it, it it seems likely that he will. Yeah, let's put it that way. It it it's one of those things where we we are talking about like an award that is notoriously difficult to predict. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I I'm trying to remember like how often we see like a universally recognized Calder, like what Connor McDavid didn't even win the Calder, like his year, right? I'm trying to remember. I, no, because that, that year was a tough one. Yeah. Because that draft class was just so good. Yeah. So it, it is definitely one of those things where I'm not going to call it for Michelli because I don't think he's going to get it, but I think he should be recognized as a finalist. 100%. Now let's move on to the Masterton Trophy. Um, I don't see how Keller isn't a finalist. I feel like it really is down to two. Um, and the two that I mentioned, Clayton Keller and Chris Letang, a kid who broke his leg and then has a career year or someone who has a stroke mid season and continues to play coming back from that and plays pretty damn well because it's Chris Letang. Yeah. Uh, That is, that is definitely a tougher one for me to predict because unfortunately I do not keep up with the um, injury news as much. Like I don't, I don't necessarily follow like who comes back from like sustained injuries. When I do game previews, I will look up who is currently injured. um, And that is kind of the extent of it. Um, But I do think that Clayton Keller is getting recognition in a way that Coyotes players have not gotten in over a decade. And the fact that that is coming after a serious injury and missing all of preseason, it is pretty astonishing. Uh, I saw that he was the first Coyotes player of the month uh, since Mike Smith, which is just just goes to show you how long ago that was because Mike Smith hasn't been on the Coyotes in a very long time. Yeah, um, that is very true. Uh, one more thing I will mention about um, about about Latang being uh, being a finalist as well 
is uh, I one thing I totally forgot. I look. I actually looked this up um, just now. Is he actually um, Chris Letang actually lost his father earlier this year as well? Um, so yeah, like yeah, that's, that's but you have two. I think without a doubt, finalists: Chris yeah. Letang and Clayton Keller. Like I feel like you can't. Like be, choosing between those two is, is definitely be hard, depending on like how you want to look at it. But I believe those two are finalists, without a doubt. I mean, barring like another player who had horrific life circumstances um, that I'm unaware of, I would say that those are two really good picks. Um, you know, we are running out of time. I do wonder um, since we limited this to players. Just real quick, what do you think about Jack Adams? Jack Adams. It's a tough one. The Coyotes uh, definitely have overperformed. They have overperformed. I feel like Torani should get a look. I don't think he will be a finalist. Yeah, it is tough to have a finalist for the Jack Adams when you're like one of the worst teams in the NHL. But we also talked about the fact that he got career seasons out of at least 100%. I feel like in about two years from now, if he continues to do the thing he's doing with along with the pieces that Bill Armstrong have brought in, I have no doubt that Bill Armstrong can be considered for GM for GM of the year and Torney can be considered for Jack Adams. But that's years from now. And I can't really we can't. Of course, we can't predict that. But I think it should. I should at least be, you know, maybe something that could happen. Um, but that's probably for me another thought training process later on. Yeah, definitely. Just, a, just, a, just a little thought experiment to go out on. Hundred percent. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, to like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcast including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Cayano. That's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlock is at 5 for Hound. 5 spelled out the number 4 and Howling. You know, let's ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Lock on Kaiji podcast. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!